Right, and, right. Yeah. Yeah, because that's oh, yours too. I'm about to say, yeah, but so if they're using that's your, your work. That is your, that, yeah. yeah, that's your, that's your whole junk. Somebody take. Matter of fact, Drake just used it as well. And there was nothing you can do to be compensated for if they're oh. using it? You'll misunderstand what I'm saying. I got paid. Oh, okay. That part. That part, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. But but okay. everybody's not getting paid, right, Davey? Some people are getting jerked. You know, yeah. Well, the music industry has always been like that. I mean, that's why they yeah. married... Who was it? Um... Um, Queen Latifah, when she first started her production, she was one of the one of the things she wanted to make sure with was that the artists got to keep their originals. Um, what do their they masters. call it? Their masters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people got into doing that type uh-huh. of thing. Thank God, right? Um, so, man, this is really something, man. Folks, again, uh, we're joined here today by Bye. from NPR News in Washington. I'm Giles Snyder. The U.N. Secretary General is calling on Western donors to restart their funding of the U.N. humanitarian agency in Gaza. NPR's Ader Peralta reports as follows the firing of several staff allegedly involved in the October 7th attack that killed some 1,200 people. Israel provided evidence that allegedly showed several U.N. employees were involved in the massacre and that U.N. facilities were used for terrorist purposes. The United States, the U.K. and Canada, among others, very quickly suspended aid. Now, the UN Secretary General says if this continues, the relief agency in Gaza will not be able to provide full humanitarian services in February. In a statement, Antonio Gutierrez said, quote, the abhorrent alleged acts of these staff members must have consequences. But he said the tens of thousands of UN workers in Gaza should not be penalized for the acts of a dozen. Israel said the UN had spent years ignoring allegations of collusion against the relief agency in Gaza, and it said international donors should know their money is being used for terrorism. Ada Pralta, NPR News, Jerusalem. President Biden is in South Carolina this weekend seeking to energize the state's voters ahead of the first official Democratic primary in the nation on February 3rd. NPR's Asma Khalid has more from Columbia, South Carolina. The president is trying to shore up support from black voters who make up more than half of the Democratic electorate here and are a key part of the Democrats' base in a general election. The truth is, I wouldn't be here without the Democratic voters of South Carolina, and that's a fact. So I want to start with a very simple message. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was Biden at a Democratic State Party dinner Saturday night. Biden also swung by a barber shop to meet voters, and he's visiting a church here before heading back to Washington. Asma Khalid, NPR News, Columbia, South Carolina. President Biden is working to salvage a proposed bipartisan border deal in Congress that would unlock funding for Ukraine, saying last night in South Carolina that he would use its emergency authority to shut down the border when it gets overwhelmed. But Biden's likely rival in November, former President Donald Trump, is standing in the way of the deal. A lot of the senators are trying to say respectfully they're blaming it on me. I said, that's okay. Please blame it on me. Please. Because they were getting ready to pass a very bad bill. And I'll tell you what, a bad bill is, I'd rather have no bill than a bad bill. Trump speaking last night at a rally in Las Vegas. Much of his remarks focused on border security. He largely avoided talking about the more than $83 million a jury, a jury ordered him to pay in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case. North Korea fired off another round of missiles today. South Korea's military says the North launched multiple cruise missiles off its east coast. A second such test in less than a week. It's not clear how many missiles were launched. This is NPR News. Voters in Finland are going to the polls today in the first round of the country's presidential election. More than a third of eligible voters have already cast their ballots in advance. Terry Schultz reports that national unity over the war in Ukraine has deeply affected the campaign. Finnish political candidates usually spar over issues that have played a huge role in the country's identity and security, the relationship with neighboring Russia, and the question of whether to remain outside a military alliance. But after Russia launched war on Ukraine in 2022, Finland joined NATO and has cut off most ties with Moscow. All nine presidential hopefuls support these decisions, so that's removed much of the usual fodder for debates, leading some voters to complain the race has been boring. 
Former Prime Minister Alexander Stubb of the Coalition Party leads polls, with Green Party candidate Pekka Havisto and right-wing Finns candidate Yussi Halla-Aho close behind. None is expected to get 50%, which would lead to a second round on February 11th. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz. At the Louvre Museum in Paris today, video footage shows onlookers gasping after two climate change activists hurled soup at the glass that protects Leonardo da Vinci's famous Mona Lisa painting, while shouting slogans advocating for a sustainable food system. The incident happened as farmers in France have been protesting using their tractors to set up roadblocks over the last week. They say they face unfair competition from cheaper imports. Italy's Yannick Center has won his first Grand Slam tennis tournament. He rallied from two sets down to beat Russia's Daniil Medvedev in the Australian Open men's final today. This is NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the Wallace Foundation, working to develop and share practices that can improve learning and enrichment for young people and the vitality of the arts for everyone. Ideas and information at wallacefoundation.org. Greetings, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only DJ Spaceship reminding you that every Monday morning, that's right, every Monday morning on WMNF from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., tune in as me and my co-pilot Nate Dog give you the music you love, the topics to get you talking, and the motivation to get you out your bed to start your week off right. Join me late Sunday, early Monday for Body Rock with Mike B., on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. The heavy metal disco train leaves the station at midnight for a three-hour dark journey into the sonic underworld of alternative music. Body Rock with Mike B. Sunday, midnight, WMNF 88.5. Drake just snapped. All right, all right. We're here. We're, we're back on the Sunday Forum right here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. This is your host, Walter Smith II. And our guest this morning is the legendary Davey DMX, legendary hip-hop producer and DJ. He will be here at Whiskey and Rhythm right there on Howard and Main Street in West Tampa, on the west side here in Tampa. First Thursdays, first Thursdays on February 1st at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Check it out. Check it out. Um, There's no cover, uh, but definitely go in there and go check out my man. uh, Do his thing uh, here in West Tampa uh, at Whiskey and Rhythms. Again, in the corner of Howard and Main Street in West Tampa. Davey DMX It's going to be February 1st, 6 p.m. Davey, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. All right, all right, all right. Now, Davey, you know, we we we, um, we had to pay decent homage, some really decent homage to our guests, uh, especially when they're, when they're from the music industry. Um, but be what we got. We got... Uh, Have you seen Davey? We see Davey. Davey, we about, we about, we got the, about to play it for you, man. Hang tight for you, for it, and we got it right here on the Sunday Forum. Hang tight. Have you seen Davey right here on the Sunday Forum? You know you heard it before. Quitting like you haven't heard it before. Age a little bit. But go ahead and shake that button, me. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, it's Sunday.
right, all right, all right. Have you seen Davey? Davey D, Davey D is here on the Sunday Forum here on WMNF. Dave. Yes, sir. All right, all right. Man, listen, so many questions, so many questions. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me get into this one right here. Um, how did you get with Russell Simmons and Run DMC? Okay, um, Curtis Blow was Russell Simmons' first artist. Um, so, um, when Curtis Blow was moving around, he, he would use like different DJs, uh, Disco B, Flash, you know, etc. So, um, um, I came to a gig and uh, he didn't he didn't have a DJ, and uh, they had somebody else working and. Uh, I got on after that and uh, showed out a little bit and became his DJ and traveled the world with him. Um, to the to the first time around, they used to, they used to call me Curtis Bow's record player. So this is wow. <laughs> <laughs> they played you like that, though. No. Wow, his record so, player. You know, you know how young you, in, in uh, early in the game when it, when it's like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, <shit>. mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! Yeah, not even a DJ. You know, it was, it was Curtis Blow's record player. So, uh, are you going through the South? Uh, of course, these uh, and and DJ was something that everybody gets to see. Um, we ended up opening up for the Commodores tour for their last tour. Also, Bob Marley was on that tour. Mm. But I, I I played in the parks in Hollis. Um, two thirty-four part, and that's that's how I got to uh, basically meet one, Russell's brother, and uh, from there, you know, um, run run actually was DJing for Curtis for a little while, but he had to go back to school, so I, I became the DJ, and then later on, uh, Curtis Blow got a band. The band was called Orange Crush. I play guitar. You have Larry Smith, the great. God bless the dead. Um, the great Larry Smith. The great Larry Smith, yeah. He produced uh, Run DMC's first two albums. Uh, Houdini. Love Buck Starsky. Um, I, I think he did a project with Terminator X as well. But, um, yeah, so that, that... That that was our band days, you know, and that, that record's been sampled so many times, you know, gospel, uh, Dr. Dre did a, a lot of our things over, uh, the things that I produced in, 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 you know, the early 80s, um, big shout out to Dre. In fact, Dre gave you, didn't Dre give you a shout on the Defiant Ones, the, the documentary he did a couple years yeah, ago with Jimmy um, LV? Yeah, we, we were out in a, a club called, um, Eve After Dark, of the guy Alonzo, so I know it was around Christmas, so they had a, a, a rap contest or whatever. Uh, Ice T ended up winning, so I, I was in the, you know, hanging out with uh, DJ Pooh and his little circle, which was Ice Cube and um, Yella, you know. So so after the, the battle was over, you know, we like we played on a Friday and then we had to play again on a Sunday. So I, I set my turntables up and taught Drain them how to DJ, how to cut. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, that's a story to have. But but but, yeah. but the thing is, Dre gives him a shout in the in the, the, yeah. in the documentary and shows yeah. Davey in his Power ninety nine T shirt. Power ninety nine is a Philly yeah. radio oh, station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly in the yeah. building. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, so, man. You know, it's, it's it's a lot of history. You know, um, that's why I'm doing a, a documentary. Matter of fact, when I get get down there, um, I'm working with um, Full Sales, uh, man. Um, Mr. Denton, um, finishing up my documentary, you know, telling a lot of stories, you know, about my life and where, you know, where I've been, pretty much. And, um, you know, just keeping an open mind with not being a follower when you when you're making music. Somebody got to do something different. Right. So it's just like my, my one for the, my um, Davies Ride album. I was trying to mix in R&B, hip-hop, you know, uh, because... It's like listening to it before I let go. It's like that's that's my R and B right there, you know. So, right. David, let me ask. 
I'm sorry. Let me ask you when you when you're doing this when you're selling your um your beats or your songs to these artists and whatnot. Is it a one time thing or do you receive royalties each, each time they play it or it gets used by someone else? Yeah, you know I, I don't play that. You know, it's, it's, I'm gonna get mine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'd rather I'd rather not do anything to do something you know bad. You know, but everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. All right. But with me, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get a uh, percentage and and you know some royalties exactly. Yeah, yeah. We come we, from money making Manhattan. That's how we do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do. You're talking to them new, them young dudes with that like that. You know, I'm, I'll take that personal and uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey man, listen. <laughs> hey man, check it out. Yeah. Um. So, so, you know, when we, like I said, you know, we, we, we see you did, you know, that you had a relationship with Russell Simmons and Run DMC. Um, that's, you know, and, and Curtis Blow. Uh, so the whole Crush, the whole crush Groove thing, I mean, we saw Crush Groove growing up, man. Everybody saw that, I guess. Mm. And, it's on and, Tubi right now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it tu- is. Tubi or Netflix, one of them. It stays on Tubi, dude. That's no, just- I'm sorry, I'm not a big <laughs> Tubi fan like that. You know Horrible. I mean? I mean, you know, it, it was it was a great movie for the standpoint of what it was, right? Like it, it, one of them breaking movies, you know, like like breaking break or or yeah, yeah, that that's from Hollywood. That's yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So what? So so what? So what do you? What do you? Um, what are you seeing now in terms of? I'm gonna go back to this question. I don't think I get a chance to really get into it. What what we're seeing right now, um, in terms of, I, I mean, we know we know we should know the difference between rapping or rappers and hip hop, right? Uh, and the artists that that are calling themselves rappers. What 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 are you seeing now, man? What what is, what's your opinion of where we are right now? Honestly, um, hip hop's been dumbed down. Yes, because it's it's, it's it's proven to be one of the greatest learning uh, methods of learning for kids. Because a child can learn to uh, hear a record once and be able to recite it. So, and the power of that right there, you know, which should have been in the education system by now. Um, like I said, then it, it ended up getting dumbed down to. You know, talking about pretty much nothing. Talking out ain't saying nothing. Right. That part, that that part, one hundred percent. They saying a whole bunch of nothing. It, it has no meaning behind it like it used to. However, um, it was used in some of the schools in New York. Um, they had it back in the day that they actually found that the kids were learning as they was connecting rap to what their you know their yeah. curriculum was right. about. You know, so I agree with you 100%, but right now you're 100% correct. It's just not what it used to be. It had meaning. The words that they were talking about, it meant something because it was stuff that was actually going on in the communities. All the stuff that they're doing right now and the way female artists are still exploiting themselves and whatnot, it's ridiculous. So, you know, it's it's, it's showing that, yeah, you you could be a stripper and and, and become famous. Right. (laughs) Basically. I mean... So we saw, we saw, um, <laughs> I ain't going to go I know what you're talking about, but I, I agree with you, too. <laughs> I ain't going to go That the one, stallion. One of my favorites. Well, it's not even Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> favorites. <laughs> I don't. I don't but, like. I don't like anyone that that purposely dumbed themselves down. You know what I'm saying for but I popularity. Think, you know, I, I don't like it. I, I think don't. based on Walter's question to David DMX is is the industry versus the culture, right? And I think yeah, well, that's well, where the difference you know, is. Our own, you know, they control it because they're only going to sign certain. Mm-hmm. They control it. Right. It's not it. Right. So I ain't saying that. What what are we so so, okay so. I'm gonna say a name. <laughs> is this, if I'm being fair, I'm gonna say a name. <laughs> and I want you to say, hip hop or not hip hop, right? Oh man, smash a pass. Oh. <laughs> right, right, right. Smash a pass. Right, like right, 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 right. All right. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna pay for this later on. I'm sure. All right. So, 
Give, give me a name. Give me a name. You just say you gonna say a name. Uh, tell me, give me a name. Right, look, look. Oh, Cardi B. <laughs> uh, okay. Cardi B. Cardi B. Um, we just talked about that that section. Exactly. So that gave you the answer right there because we did just talk about it. All right. It. All right. All right. Yeah. Dumb down. No. No Dumb substance. Down, not, no, okay. <laughs> no substance. You got Queen Latifah. That's substance, baby. Right. That's 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 She's old school rap. Exactly. She's a friend. But you know. It, 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 it's instead of uh, strip, strip music. <laughs> Megan, Megan the Stallion. Uh, <laughs> he, he's in, in the same boat in, in a different room. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Right, I like that. Right. That's right. That's a political answer right there. That's a political answer like right that. there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> champagne. Really I like coming. that one. I like that one. I like that one. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, what what about it? Drake? Um, Drake, Drake, because you can have, you can change. Hmm. It's a little more innovative than than your average to me. It's, it's a little more innovative than yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I would say that. I would say that. Things, things. Yeah, he can he can switch up. Yeah. Our brother, our brother, most definitely said he's not hip hop. Um, <laughs> well, it, it's more. It, it, honestly, it's more kind of pop. That's what most okay. said. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I would agree that he is. He's more poppy than hip hop. Yeah. Which gives him crossover appeal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, it stretches out. You know. You know, hip hop. You know, got a big arms now. So. Um, it got to be the number one music uh, to this date. Hey, Davey, that's the question I want to ask real quick. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. No, uh-uh. hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait. Because that kind of does one. All right, Lil Wayne. I'm sorry, but what are you talking about? Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. What you mean? I asked you. I asked you. Man. Give me an answer. That's what hey, you know. I know listen, you know. David. David. <laughs> yeah. David. David. Lil Wayne. I, I'll give Lil. I'm, you know. I'm, I'll give him. You know. He was on that the, the ship before it, it died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. That, yeah. You know that that was it made it open for kind of stuff to be dumbed down, man. That's like, it's like that. That's right, true. because of, because a lot of people would would actually list him as one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Oh, not of all time, but he is a good lyricist. Not, his not, early, I, I wouldn't, his early days, I wouldn't do his that. Early days, he's a great lyricist, he's a but great not lyricist, of all time. But yeah, I mean, not of all time, yeah. of course. In, in my mind, I mean, David. Yeah, he, he, but he, he's 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 on that pop tip too. Yeah. And it, it, when, when I heard Drake. It sounded like Drake was writing for Little Wayne because it was like it had a lot of similarities to, to me, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, on a production standpoint. But you know, even now when 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 records are recorded, you you across town and the producers over there, nah, bro. Oh, okay. people have to, you know, get 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 certain things produced. You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, I want to be in the same room making a record with Sonic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got I got another one for you, but we're gonna, we're gonna get this this call here. But I got I got one for you because this is a transition. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you think about it while we do Lil Kim. Let's get this phone call. <laughs> All right, go ahead, call it. You're on the telephone lines on some forum. <laughs> really? Even he's laughing. Yeah. Lil Kim, I gotta ask. Gotta ask. Gotta ask. Gotta ask. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. How you doing? Good morning. I'm blessed. How y'all doing? All right. All right. Good. Um, and to, to and good morning to, to the guests as well. Uh, I wanted to say, just that'd be very brief. Um, you bring back a lot of memories, especially for me. Um, my son was listening to a song the other day, and it sounded familiar. And I kept thinking, where's it coming from? So I thought about it, and I thought about it, I thought about it, and it came to me. So I looked it up and and guess who it was? It was um it was from a rapper named Special Ed. You do uh, do y'all do y'all recall him? Yeah, I got it. I got it made. Yeah, yeah. 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 Think I about it. Puerto Rican. <laughs> did, did you? Do you know? 
Yeah, you understand so I got the gift of speech, and it's a blessing. <laughs> so listen to the listener to speech. I talk sense condensed to the form of it's all easy. Of <laughs> you guys made over the spin. Yeah, you brought back a memory. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so when I put it up for him, he was he was in total <clears throat> shock. He was in total shock. But to to the to the uh, the guest today, I want to tell him I have all the Fat Boy albums. And I and I and all that. I still have uh, I still can remember doing the, having fat boy shoestrings and all that. Yes, 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 yes. Who did yes, that, that one, bro? Yes. We spent we spent hours ironing them. Yes, yes. Oh my god! And if you didn't have Pumas, it just didn't look oh, right. It did I mean? not. It did not. Did not. You know, we were begging my mom for suede Pumas, bro. You know? Exactly, and uh, I can I can still do it to, to this day. You know it um. Even, even with the uh, even with the checkerboard, the checkerboard. Oh. that's what it was. Yeah, stop so, it. Um, but um, one one last thing, and this is to you, Mister uh, Walter. Yes, uh, I want to say um, I bleed black, orange, and green, and I think you know what I mean by that. The orange and green. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes sir. sir. I bleed orange and green. Now. All right, and I want to say you all. I'm all doing a very wonderful job. I'm very impressed, and I'm I'm not from Tampa. I'm, I'm from uh, I'm from I'm from North Florida area. Where, where are you from? Jacksonville originally. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you went to the uh, highest of Seven Hills. Oh, <laughs> there you go. All right. There you all go. right. There you go. <laughs> that's all I like to hear. That's all I like to hear. And uh, one, one last thing, Mr. Walter, you would look good in red and white, sir. Oh! Shots fired! Shots fired! Oh, man. That's Shots fired! You were get, we were getting along so well, man. Shots fired! We were getting along so well. Oh, man. Man, at least he said you look good. <laughs> Have a blessed day, everyone. All right, man. Thank Peace, you. brother. Right. We got one more call on the air. Call on. <laughs> oh, my God. He hurt my phone. <laughs> Call on the air. <laughs> Yo, what's, what's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? How you feeling, man? Man, uh, no complaints, no problems. I can't solve. All right, all right. Uh, I really appreciate the show. You know, as always, I, I just try to contribute what I can. I heard the discussion earlier about copyrights and whatnot. I heard what Ron said and I heard some suggestions made. Um, you know, to, for something to be copyrighted, right, um, all it has to do is be an original work of art placed in a fixed medium. And for people who don't have the resources to go on print, you know, hundreds of pages or what have you. I mean, you know, if you if you record it, you know, on YouTube uh, or even any kind of thing that would digitally timestamp it, as long as you can prove that you did it first, then the work is copyrighted. If, however, you seek to litigate um, uh, because uh, based on some copyright infringement, then you have to register the copyright with the uh, with the Office of Copyright. You know, um, and you can do that at copyright.gov. But the, the, the main thing I wanted to push across is a work is copyrighted the instant that original work of art is placed into a fixed medium, whether uh, audio, video, um, uh, paper, uh, uh, etc. So um, to Ron's you know, uh, situation, if, if he can prove that he did it first, you know, if he has that original work of art, he, his son, whoever stuff was stolen from the car, if they can prove, uh, that, that that they placed that original work of art into a fixed medium before anybody else did it, and they registered their copyright, then uh, they have a leg to stand on uh, uh, for some copyright infringement litigation. And uh, you know, I, I I know it quite well. I just I, I just started a copyright infringement case uh, not too long ago, and um, you know, so like it's you know it, it's it's not as complicated as some people might think, and uh, it, it's actually a lot easier than people believe it to be. Thank you, brother. We appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate that. And everybody, this is this is the brother Life Malcolm, attorney Life Malcolm. Life Malcolm. Uh, hey, brother, thanks for hey, coming man. to the Criminal Justice Summit, brother. Oh, yeah, 100, brother. I appreciate that, man. You know, I, I appreciate all you who have done all the hard work already and made it easy for folks like myself to follow in, you know, uh, good footsteps. So I appreciate, you know, paving the way, brother. Hey, man, we, we want to see you. Are we going to see you at Fish Grits and Black History, bro? Man, what, what, what day did we say? The 24th? 24th. 
man, I'm gonna try to slide, man. If I'm if I'm in town, I'll be there. Put it like that. I think I think I'm out of town. Or I think I have to travel that week, but I'm not sure exactly when I leave. Well, listen, uh, I know I know if you you gonna be there, brother. 100. You know that already. All right, bro. I, I, send, I send something that way, you know, for the uh, for the donation. Oh man, thank you, brother. I sure appreciate it, man. I sure appreciate it. But they know that that's what we do. You know, we, we put our money where our mouth is and mean what we say. All right, all right. Give all our love to the family, brother. 100. Please do. All right, peace, brother African. Thank you. Um, I, I got a question for David, real quick. So, David, I want you to tell me. David. As you stated, wait, 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 wait. Oh, him wait. and this, he got one more David, person for David, you. Yes. David, he David. wants his little Kim answer. We got, we got, we got to have the little Kim answer, bro. Dave, you don't want to answer. <laughs> Dave, are you there? <laughs> David. Because you messing yeah, with foundational, be. foundational people. I mean, come no, on. Listen, These listen. people were the beginning of it. I, listen, I, I, listen. I got your back, baby. There, I, don't, I got there, your back. Those people that would ask, that, listen, well, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne is, from, from that standpoint, would be questionable. There, there are those people that, that would about say that's, that's not true. About, in regards to him being lyrical? Uh, about about whether or not that was a transition of hip-hop or not, or with, whether he's hip-hop or not. But there, there are those people that, that don't think that he's hip-hop. Okay, so let, let's look at it this way. Uh, I mean, Davey, are you there? Did we lose him? I hope not. It looks like he's still there. <laughs> My vantage point. So let's look at it from this standpoint. What so we can yeah, give you that? There he is. There he is. Okay. okay, we hear you now. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm I'm nobody to really judge, but all I can say is, man, you know, um, that's still the, uh, around the dumb dumb down uh, situation where hip hop took that turn. Um, with Lil Kim. Oh no, little kid. I'm about to say yeah. Boy. I can't agree with you on that. Cardi B and all. No, he's talking about Cardi B and that's when it got dumbed down. Okay, Walter okay. wants you to answer him in regards to where do you put little Kim in regards to hip hop? Do you consider her as being a hip hop artist? Uh, yeah, but she's in that on that same boat. Okay, so I'm I'm in agreement with him because she is a hip hop artist to me. But you put you put her in the same boat as what? As who? Yeah, you know the 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 sexy look. You know, over that look, you know. Yeah, because that Han Foxy Brown was the one that first started doing that, you know, being real explicit and all that kind of stuff. So I agree with you on that. So may I ask my question now, Walter? Thank you so much, okay? Now, as you stated, David, that hip-hop is not like it used to be. It's been dumbed down. You tell me, when did hip-hop become mainstream to you? When did it become mainstream? From Sugar Hill, from Rapper's Delight. Whoa. Whoa, you went too far back, baby. You heard me oh, right I'm now. Hold on. <laughs> it, it mainstreamed that's for that it. generation. That's, 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 that's yeah. Really? So I think I think I think it's a full consensus on that point. So, uh, Davey, to, to, I just want to piggyback off her question. So you you were like earlier in the conversation, you said hip hop was ours. You know, we controlled it, mm-hmm. right? So when did hip hop not become? When did ours? When, yeah. When was when did hip hop not become ours anymore? When was it? When did hip hop? And I'm thinking maybe like mid '80s, uh, late '80s, because yeah. then like the, you know you started seeing Barney and Fred rhyming about fruity pebbles. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, on okay. that, on okay, TV, I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? Well, before like, they, I, but before then, shit. you know. You couldn't. You know what I mean? Hip hop was banned. Like you couldn't even. There was no hip hop award. Grammy, and, true, you remember that? True. And Will and all them protested, you know what I'm saying? Hip-hop played on specialty shows for like an hour, you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? They wouldn't, You couldn't play hip-hop videos on MTV, you know what I mean, until right. you know, MTV raps When did raps we get 106 in Park? What, what, what was that? When did we get 106 in Park? Not was that the 90s? 90s? That was the 90s. That was the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, well. but, 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 but I know like in Philly and New York, we had the box. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we could get, you and know what I mean? And we had underground too in New York, Davey. You know that. We had that as well. You know, so, so we have fresh. I'm sorry, what you saying? Video music box. Video music box. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I I, I, I want to trace it back to 1989 when it exploded commercially all over the place. Yeah, so I guess that's the question, Davey. When did you see it go commercial? Yeah. Yeah, late late 80s. Like, I mean, you know, Vanilla Ice. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, Okay. I'm going to give you that one. Okay, (laughs) okay. Yeah, vanilla ice, truth. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we we so yeah, yeah. We, so, right, I, mean, I, I started seeing like ESPN. 
Yeah, so here's the burning question, though. Uh, if we're going to talk about who's top dog or among the top dogs, we're talking about Hall of Famer uh, names. And there was a big discussion that came up just in the recent, this past month, since the new year, about Eminem. Should he be even considered among the Hall of Famers? Yeah, I, I would give him that. Yes, and I, and I would, too. I would agree, too, absolutely. He, he's very lyrical, I mean, and, and his, it has substance. I'm sorry, some of his stuff really does yeah. have substance. So, yes, I would say he would be. It ain't because of his color. I mean, No. <laughs> yeah. No. He'll, he'll, he, yeah, he'll, he'll go get, yeah, he's... And, and what's crazy I, I, is, I'm sorry, go ahead. And, and Dr. Dre only signs, like, things that's unique and, you know, you know, you got to give him that. Dr. Dre's uh, only working with somebody he feels is like exceptional, you know. Um, but there's been times that people went to Dre and Dre was like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't seem like an event to me, like, you know, whatever. So, uh, from 50 Cent to Eminem, yeah, from Snoop, event, people were just gonna be around. And I, I wish I could have uh, told Melly Mel before he went against Eminem. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. <laughs> let, <laughs> let me tell you, um, folks, listen, we're glad you could join us here on the Sunday Forum. Um, our, our guest is uh, the legendary Davey DMX producer, hip-hop producer, and DJ. He'll be here at Whiskey and Rhythms on first Thursdays, February 1st, 6 p.m., corner Howard and Main Street. Go check him out. Go check him out. Listen, David, you know, Man, so glad to have you here with us, man. Very glad to have you with us. Uh, we having fun doing this thing, yeah, boy. This is dope. This is really cool. Listen, I, 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 listen man. I gotta tell you, <laughs> this is this is great. Uh, to talk about to talk about these these things um, with you, of all people, with, with with you, a legend in this in this. I mean, Davey's one of the guys that helped create this whole culture. Oh, man. You know what I mean? And he doesn't know. One of the reasons why I wanted to bring Davey down here is because, you know, again, he is one of the founders of this whole culture. And he doesn't necessarily get his props or his just due, you know. uh, But that's because of who he is. You know, he's very humble. He's about his business. You know what I mean? And. You know, he, he, he as much of, of a showman he is, he doesn't, you know what I mean? He doesn't need the spotlight, you know what I mean? He's the producer, you know what I mean? He's not the main MC. He's not in the front, right. you know what I mean? But the beats are iconic. But, <laughs> you know, if, if Drake is taking his stuff now, a song that he, a beat that he made, what, exactly. 30, 30 years ago? You know what I <laughs> mean? That that tells you that not only that his beats are dope, but, you know what I mean? Iconic music is timeless. That there you go, timeless. That's you know what, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... This is just to give this guy an opportunity. You know what I mean? Let's start giving our brothers and sisters their flowers while, while they stay here. here. That's right. You know what I mean? Because we got so many of our icons that are, you know what I mean, gone. leaving us, you know what I mean, for some odd reason, you know what I mean, whether it's health accidents, whatever. You know, let's pay homage to the people that paved the way for the folks that are doing I mean, like. If it weren't for a lot of hip-hop and African-Americans... It's not, a lot of music that would not I, I, be here right now. I tell you this, a lot yeah. of us wouldn't be in this radio studio right now. That's you know right. what I mean? I tell you what, I tell you what. I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there, okay? You ready? David. Yeah. Um, I'm going I'm going to... I have a non-profit organization here in Tampa. I'm going to put it out there. Brother, we, we did... We did a 50th anniversary uh, deal here in in Tampa, um, here on this station, at this station, uh, last year. I want to do something. I've been dying to do something, um, you know, that's real. real, Realer. You know, everybody wants to do something that tops the other ones, right? I, I just felt like it's something I could do more to add to what's already been done. I would like to invite you to come back and to do uh, an exhibit, a hip hop exhibit, at the Dr. Oh, yeah. Walter L. Smith Library right here, right here in Tampa. Okay. Matter of fact, I'll be the theater near you. That's what I like to hear. 
That's all I like. Thank you, brother. That's awesome. Thank that'll you, be man. Awesome. We, that's gonna be awesome, yeah, man. You that's know, gonna be awesome. Um, I really think that that's I really think that that's something that we we got to do that, man. We got to do it because this is our generation, man. You know, people like to try to write us off or whatever, and and say that this right. other stuff is is it. And you know, I was joking around and everything like that. We had fun with that, but in all seriousness, um, you know, we've got to we've got to pay homage to the originators. We got to. Right. In a very real way, yeah, um, we, yeah, man. You know, we see Roy Ayers now; he's eighty something years old, man. This brother's, you know, gosh, I, I, I wish I could get him down here. I would love to have him down here, but you know, and if I can, I will. But you know, we have you, and this is this is really, really exceptional, exceptional to have you on the show, man. Yeah, but let's not forget. Dave cut the record down to the bone. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I wanted to talk yes. about that. How, how did that whole situation take place, Davey? Huh? How did that whole how did how did how did that whole thing take place? Because you talk to people down here, and I'm telling people like you know, Davey was the original yeah, DJ for Run DMC. They're uh, like, what? It goes, to, it goes back to our first record um, with Orange Crush Action. So uh, we had a, a drum up. We, we we were a live band. So all, 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 all that happened was they took the same beat and used the DMX drum machine and put the hand claps on it. It's, it's, it's action. It's the same beat. So and it, me and Larry was, was Orange Crush. You know, Larry put me inside. Uh, he came amazed to me, and Larry put me inside the Cadillac. Joe Bob and never came back. They cut the record down to the bone. Now they got me rocking on the microphone. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> There it is. They cut the record. They cut the record. Down oh, the man. Bone. Oh, my gosh, man. Yo. That's history right there, B. That's, That's real history right there. You know what I mean? Oh, man. This is really something, man. I'm, I'm, I'm finishing up my documentary now. Um, and and however, however we can work together, you know. But, Definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a electric slide DJ. Like I, you know, I'm, 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 I'
like each each state didn't you know didn't have their own sound anymore. Every everybody sound like everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh. I drive up to New York and couldn't wait to get here, like kiss uh, their or whatever BLS. And I was let down to hear like the same thing in North Carolina is playing in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And w- WBLS it. used to be the thing in New York. Yeah. Oh yeah, paid off that really. But um, yeah. The syndication really took, you know, you, you, you know, because you, 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 you're in Florida, so you, you got the, you know, the little uh, bass beats, you know what I mean? Yeah. Miami bass. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, uh, I, I don't consider myself Floridian, but don't take offense. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm not a Floridian. I just I live, live here. here. Not a transplant. Yeah, come on now. Come on, man. Y'all, 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 boy, y'all. Represent a, where you are. It's a tough room, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, y'all. I respect where, but I'm gonna represent where I'm from. Okay. Dang, dang, boy. Do it right now. Ain't nobody in New York listening to this right now. We. We catered to, to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Come on out and represent. This is, uh, you know, I'm trying to keep the DJ culture going because people spend the same dance to the drums beat, packing. Like, come on, man. Well, you know what? You, you see, I, this is this was very very interesting. You say that. Uh, I was at a, a freestyle freestyle concert, right? Um, and the, the, the opening act for the freestyle concert was right. a DJ was get, I mean, he was getting the party jumping, but this dude had a whole get up, a whole costume thing. Right. right? Mm. And he, and he just turned it out. Like he was like cybernetic, this, that, another blah, blah, blah. And he was, he was killing it, killing it. Right. Yeah. What 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 do you, I mean? What are your thoughts about that? About that that what we've seen that evolve into? Right. I mean, um, you know, that's again for the the DJ culture. You like like people think like you should ask me for a crate of you know something that took me two or three years to put together for myself, and I I didn't do that when when I was carrying vinyl. Like nobody owns nobody no crate. Cause that's that's part of what what type of DJ you are. I mean, I used to wear white gloves and with the black lights, you know. And it's got to be innovative with, yeah. with with my, you know. You see the white gloves with the black light, huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> so when he's spinning, you can see the lights. You see the light, right? <laughs> it's fancy, you know. Have no props, but that that's that's part of the you know taking it to another level. And not only that, you got DJs, Davey, you got DJs down here, Walt and everybody, you got DJs down here that are opening, like DJ Strizzo is opening for country music acts. And, you go. You know, he's spinning his music in with other hip-hop music, but it's a country music crowd. And I you think know? that's that's the innovation, yeah. You know, you got this other cat down here, Barry Carew, shout out to Barry, you know, he's a country music DJ. You know what I mean? This is he. You know he opens some for up for some of the biggest names in country music, and he's a DJ. You know what right. I mean? So the DJ culture has expanded to other cultures. Absolutely. Well, the hip hop culture has, if that's if that's if we're gonna say that. <laughs> well, the, well, the the DJ culture is a part of the hip hop culture. Right. Yeah. You know. So you said you did a Jewish one uh, recently, right, Davey? Yeah. See, what? I'm, I'm, I'm stretching the culture out. Yesterday. What kind of music did you play? Everything. Hip hop. Okay. Okay. I love it. Wow. That's something, man. And listen, folks, we are joined here by the legendary Davey DMX, legendary hip hop producer and DJ right here on the Sunday Forum. It's going to be at Whiskey and Rhythms first Thursday, February 1st, uh, 6 p.m. right here. uh, Which is this Thursday, yep. Which is this Thursday on the corner of Howard and Main Street right there in West Tampa, in the west side right here in Tampa, Florida. Uh, Come check them out. Come check them out. Yes, sir. Um, My man, Charlie Chase, my label mate. 
Yeah. Charlie Chase. Oh, Charlie, shout out to Charlie Chase. Uh, a man, Sandman. Sandman. Right. Sandman. I talked to Sandman last night. Sandman said he'll be in the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, what? Search. Did you search? Search? I'm sure Sandman will reach out to Search. Sandman and Search been doing a bunch of events down here. Good, good, good. You know what I mean? Let's they keep the culture that. alive. Let's, let's get this... Uh, and we want to be clear with the time it starts at 6 p.m., right, Davey? 6 p.m. to midnight? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and well, we just going to repeat? My spokesman uh, there, uh, Scott, uh, Don. <laughs> Don? Hello, Don. This going to come from the address Don? again, everybody. It's going to be at 1704 North Howard. Again, that's um, Howard and Main Street. Yes. Right? In West Tampa. In West Tampa. Remember, no cover charge. Yeah. Come out. Enjoy yourself. Get to um, network some people. Don, he wants you to say something. Yeah. Come out and support, come out and support the legend. Come Don, see, come see what real DJs do. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to catch a lot of slack for that one, but that's okay. Sorry, come see what come see what the original DJs do. How it all started. Here's how it started. I'm gonna try to learn something. Learn something. Learn something. All right, all right. There we go. Hey, David, thank you so much for taking your time out this morning. Greatly appreciate it. It's been great, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to seeing you, my brother. I will be there. When you hear me say New York, you'll know it's me. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, you see her jumping up and down and carrying on and. Well, I don't with, do all that. New Yorkers the, don't do that. <laughs> with, with the Tims, with we the cool Tims. with it. <laughs> we cool with it. With the Tims, she swam. She swam with a cup in her hand. <laughs> with the Tims yeah. on, yo. Inside, inside. We jump around on the inside. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, we just sit go. up there. And we just observe as we as we group, and that's all. <laughs> we don't dance. We just pull up our pants and. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You know, you know, uh, funny, you know I, I'm always I'm always flabbergasted by the stories that I hear online and, and anywhere else. Um, and more recently, we've seen more uh, hip hop artists like Fat Joe and so forth go out there. Cameron and those guys, Cameron and, and Mason tripping, bro. Yeah. They are they are tripping hard. But we get out there, we listen to these guys like Fat Joe tell stories about uh, uh, things from back in the day, man. Um, I think the funniest story I heard probably was um, about Queen Latifah, right? And so Fat Joe tells a story about about how Latifah went when he was, he was talking to uh, Tretch, and he was talking about how um, how Queen Latifah went. You know, they were at the club and they were trying to get out, and people were wilding out and acting crazy, got to fighting, and then she just gave this dude two piece and opened like the old, the way open to the front door like the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> she gave it to a two piece and knocked knocked him out and, and then like, oh and then yeah, everything was and moved to the side, that's it. And moved to the side. I, I love hearing stories like that, man. I mean do you know Latifah? Oh yeah. I mean, how, how how is how is she? She's good. I mean she's he, he started with another one of my proteges on um, 45 King. Yes, 45, yes. 40, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, yeah. Have, have you ever worked with uh, Frankie Cutlass? Um, say it again? Frankie Cutlass and the people from, like, in the Boricua um, DJs and producers. Yeah. Right, yeah. So Frankie Cutlass, yeah? But 45 King, you know, had his own little type of Tape style with you know the little nursey. I mean, hard uh, uh, not life. You know. And he just recently uh, passed, right? Yeah, God bless the dead. Yeah, uh, true. Tony Touch. But, yeah, Tony Touch. Okay, okay. I know. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, man, that's crazy, man. He, and, he, and these are names for me that that I'm aware of. You know, um, I I, and I, I know quite a few. Um, but th- those are the names that stand out to me the most, I think, uh, yeah. in terms of producers and, and DJs uh, that are that are follow- they're coming after you, right? And and are following in your in your footsteps, so to speak, and creating and creating a better. They I think I think they contributed to making hip hop better, right? right. Um, trying to fight that that uh, commercialism that we're seeing. 
but having to kind of walk that thin line in order yeah. to stay alive in the industry, right? Right. You see the beat nuts um, and, and guys like that. You know, these guys, like, see, I'm from, I'm from the South, and I know this stuff, right? Like, you know, it's like um, you see people like Beat Nuts, Terror Squad, um, and guys like that trying to, you know, walk, like I said, walk that line right? and, 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 and keep it hip-hop. Um, right. But they, they make it hard, man. The industry makes it hard, bro. Dude, I, I want to say this before we um before we go. We have five minutes left. I do want to say this, Dave. I appreciate all of the... I, mean, I call you guys founders that really started this, mm-hmm. you know, because right. technology has t- changed the game as well. Because, see, you, oh, yeah. you really had to have skill when they first started. You had to know when to change that beat, when to switch, that, switch it over for the next song and all that. Now you have... T- computers and your little boys and all that stuff to do it for so it makes it much easier for this generation but the founders you had to have real skill right. you know you had to have right. real skill you had to have a good ear for it and everything well, and know what the people wanted you had to have real records right <laughs> that part yeah, too real yes. vinyl yes right 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, heads used to have a dolly. You know what I mean? To carry yeah. their crates. You know what I mean? Now, now heads have a laptop. Yeah. I remember my sister's boyfriend was, was a DJ. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Davey. Yeah. You, you, you got a story you want to share before we wrap up? An old school. I, I, you're not tired of my stories yet? Nope. We want to hear another <laughs> one. Come on. Another one. Close us out with a story, Davey. Oh my God! Let me see. Uh, Keep it clean, though. Keep it clean. Remember, it's public radio. <laughs> a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. There's a puffy, a puffy story. Yeah, so many, so many. <laughs> Maybe save it for the I, venue. I just have a head. My, I don't have anything on my desktop right now. I would have to. <laughs> <laughs> Mate Walter Day, do you have anything to say about Puffy? <laughs> like you knocked him out or something? Anything, bro? Come on. <laughs> oh well, there was a time Uh-oh. when uh, I, I think Jody C and Mary uh, was having problems with Andre Ralph. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So they thought the best thing for them to do is get. Should night to get their money, and who's going to get it from him? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> he came up to uh, Mr. Harrell's office, and uh, he had his way with him. And and um, I said to myself, "How is somebody coming from another state in my in somebody's office and got you pissing with you in the bathroom of your own office?" You know, I'd have fired everybody. Yeah, he was pistol whipped in his own what? office. Harrell got pistol whipped in his own office. Pistol whipped in his own office. Yeah, so I was like, he can't fight Things would have been a lot different. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Wow. That's crazy, This is your man. Club Shay Shay moment, Walter. You got this it. This is my Club Shay Shay moment. <laughs> yes. You got it, baby. Wow. You got it. And we got it on Facebook. <laughs> and on Facebook. That's my Club Shay Shay. Come on, man. Come on, David. No, oh, man. Come on. Oh, Andre real. Pistol whip in his own office. Wow. God, dog, boy. That's be nice. So, Suge, Suge got the money back. Did they get the money back from Suge? <laughs> right. That's a better question. Exactly. Did they get the money back from him? I've never followed up on the rest. <laughs> <laughs> More than likely, no, then, okay? Yeah, they probably didn't see that one. Oh, <laughs> and Suge not talking. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> Thank you for your time, homie. I will see you Thursday, Yo. B. Much appreciated, brother. We'll see you on Thursday. Thank you. Hey, Davey, man. we appreciate all that you do and have done. Yeah, all right. Appreciate y'all. All right. Peace, Davey, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Davey DMX, legendary, legendary uh, producer, hip-hop producer, and DJ right here on the Sunday Forum. Folks, hey, from my voice to the radio waves to the hearts and minds of people, we love you. And there's not a thing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. We'll see you next week right here on the Sunday Forum. WMNF 88.5 Tampa. Post Martin Who Nanny is coming your way next. 
Keep it tuned to WMNF Tampa. I'm 